Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, thank you, Farad, and a big hi to all of our baby boomer friends. We're here again celebrating another day above ground because, you know, in these days, that's something to look forward to. And I can't do it by myself, of course. I need my two partners doing this. First, from the state of Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. The United Arab Emirates sent a spaceship to Mars this week, and uh, they're going to put the Martians in burkas. (laughs) (laughs) But will they be green burkas? You know, that would be something. And the lilting laughter you hear is coming from the Rocky Mountains from Denver, Colorado. Please welcome Carolyn Strauss. Well, I'm just excited that it is coming, coming towards spring. And every day, that extra two minutes of daylight at the end of the day is bringing me joy. I guess that's the most I can be grateful for today because, wow, two extra minutes a day of sunlight. Really? You think you got it bad? In Chicago. (laughs) We are in the midst of a polar vortex, which is when Canada lets all their air go and it drops down to us and it just freeze, you know, whatever you've got, it'll freeze it right off. People say, how cold is the polar vortex? Let me just say, no matter how many layers of clothing you wear, your nipples will still pop up. That's how cold it is. <laughs> it's great. You put the vaccine in your arm and it's still frozen. Your arm is frozen. The vaccine is frozen. <laughs> I, I have not, uh, I've not been called to get the vaccine yet, so we'll see what, uh, see what happens. Are you on a list, Tim, or are you uh, going to get it? Or uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for you to get it first. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dale, let see, us know how it is. <laughs> well, I kind of want to wait for the Johnson & Johnson one. That's only one shot, you know, and that's – they say it's, it's not nearly as effective, but it's only one shot. I'll go with the odds on that. You know, what the heck? <laughs> but it's uh, – yeah, the uh, when it gets this time of year, depending on where you're at, you know, I get calls from people down in uh, in California and, 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 you know, my friend John, he, he's been on the show, John Dolan, the lawyer, he called me the other day and says, we got a cold snap here in Palm Springs. It's 70 degrees. I said, John, it's not even 70 degrees inside my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my mom's in Florida. She was complaining the other day. It's 55 degrees outside. I'm freezing. I'm like, Ma, I sent you a sweater. Wear it. (laughs) That is what this sweater is for. (laughs) But, yeah, this is, and I, you know, I don't know if this is the middle of winter or close to the end of winter or whatever the hell the, the groundhog predicted, and uh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to barge through this and just try and uh, and and feel our way around the universe. But okay, but wait a minute. <laughs> but it's freezing right now. It's freezing where yeah. we all are, and then in five months it's going to be 110 degrees so which is less comfortable for you guys my little poll here which which is less comfortable 110 degrees or 10 below zero i would i would trade every 10 below zero day for a 110 degree day that uh, that that the weather gods want to trade me yeah I, i i yeah i'd go for the heat instead of the cold 
Because in the cold, you know, take a look at the human body. In the cold, parts of it tend to retract into the body, which makes them pretty much useless for a while. But in the heat, they just want to get out and dangle in the sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) See, and my thought has always been you can... You can only take off so many layers of clothing. Then what's left is layers of you, and you cannot take those off. It gets to be 110 degrees, and it is just, there's nothing you can do about it. Except be inside in the air conditioning, which we're I all can, lucky that we I have. can sit outside in 110 degree heat. Oh. If it's not humid. For a, for, a, for a lot longer than I can sit outside in 10 degrees. You give me a lawn chair at 10 degrees below zero, <laughs> I, I, if I last in that lawn chair for... 20 minutes is a long time. I can sp- give me a beer, 110 degrees. I can be there until I need another beer. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give so you I that. have a wide disparity on where you're comfortable. So if you could pick the ideal temperature, what would it be? Oh, 74 and sunny and perfectly clear. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good, I good do you agree? Oh, well, yeah. The, I, like the ideal the temperature. Re- you mean for the weather, not the beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it, whatever uh, whatever temperature we have, I think what we uh, what we need to do is learn that uh, hey, you know, we should be grateful to that just as we're grateful that today's another day above ground. And uh, we thought we'd uh, kind of look into gratitude as our topic of the day this week or topic of the week this day. You know, as baby boomers, we've gone through stages in our life. You know, the first stage you have is education, where you try and learn what you need to be a a grown-up. And then after that, you go into occupation, which is your your job, which hopefully leads you to uh, success. And then after that, you have to go into, I don't have a a nice-sounding word for it other than to call it kind of payback karma mode where you you want to you you know you, you want to be nice to people on on your way out and a, a good word for that i think is gratitude and i think it has many other meanings and in order to find out what those meanings are and what we should be thankful for we've brought in a noted speaker and author from my hometown of cleveland ohio uh, baby boomer lisa ryan i am so glad to be with you today thanks for having me we're very happy, and uh, Lisa, what we uh, what we're wondering is what's the gratitude thing? I, I think I, I told John our pre-interview that to me gratitude is thank you, and you know that's pretty much it. <laughs> no, gratitude includes boxes of chocolate, always. That's guilt. Absolutely. Guilt. <laughs> no, guilt's about money. <laughs> if you've done something really bad, send a check, right? If you just want to say thank you, send chocolate. Chocolate and money, though, works. That works. Oh, the com- yeah, the, uh, the super combo. I love that, Lisa. Yes, me, it's a family show here, so, you know, don't be influenced by Carolyn. But um, what, and, and Randy, actually, what you guys were talking about, I'm very thankful for that, you know, if, if and when. But um, what, uh, what, what is gratitude to, to you, Lisa? Well, I actually discovered it, really. I mean, I knew about it my whole life because, of course, that's some of the first words that you learn are thank you. But in 2009, after a four-day seminar that I went to, that there was a firewalk involved in it, 
my friends and I were driving home from Chicago and we decided that we were going to just keep in touch on a daily basis, you know, to go over things we learned, people we met, experiences that we had. And it's like, okay, that's cool. And one of my friends said, well, why don't we share three things that we're grateful for? I didn't think anything of it, but every day we held each other accountable and we started sharing three things that we were grateful for. And my life turned around. I mean, it was not that it was bad to begin with, but I noticed all of these things that started happening. So I was in medical sales at the time and customers that I hadn't talked to for months started calling me like, hey, can you come in and sell me some stuff? I'm like, I will be right there. <laughs> there were two facilities that I'd been calling on for almost five years that seemed to close effortlessly. And I actually even noticed the difference from my husband, who was normally not that verbally appreciative unless I did something rare like, you know, clean the Gratify kitchen. Gratify him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been married for almost 25 years. I don't have to do that kind of stuff anymore. So. <laughs> no, don't we have a lady for that? <laughs> <laughs> like I say, everything's going to cost you time or money. Throw some money at the problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bringing families together. That's what we're all about. Go ahead, Lisa. There you go. But it was, there was such a change that that's when I started researching gratitude. And it was kind of funny because it was right around that time that Oprah must have been talking about the gratitude journal because it was well known among my cast of friends, but of course I really wasn't an Oprah watcher, so I didn't know anything about it. And I went into this without any kind of expectation. And 12 years later, I can tell you that it's pretty much rewired my brain, which gratitude does over time. And I've had lots of times to uh, have it tested. About a year after I started my gratitude journal is when I was invited to an organizational announcement for my lucrative medical sales job. And so it was 2010, so you can probably already guess how that call was going to go. And the call kind of went like, well, you know, the company's been uh, losing financially. We're going to lose $10 million this year. Your position's been eliminated uh, effective immediately. Please stay off the phone so our outplacement firm can call you and... We're not going to answer any questions. You'll just have to wait, wait till you get your package from FedEx and then HR will call you. Goodbye. Click. And well, you're thankful for that, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the funny thing is, the fun and that's the power of this is that okay, suckiest thing in the world that can happen. You wake up in the morning, you have a really nice lucrative six figure six figure job and by lunchtime, well, you don't. And I had to call my husband, first of all, and let him know my job went away. And, of course, he said, what did you do? <laughs> so, as I'm shaking and crying and scared and not knowing what to do, I, I said, well, I've been doing this gratitude thing for a year now, so let me see how it works. And I did a little bit of a meditation and I just put it out there. Okay, what, can I, what in the world can I find to be grateful for about this? And my gratitude list or my goal list popped into my mind. I had written this thing in like 1987 when I was six. And <laughs> there was about 80 different things on it. 
And the first one was to buy a house. Okay, check, I had done that. The second one, believe it or not, was to become a professional speaker. And the third one was to write a book. So it was almost at that moment that that weight just lifted off my shoulders. And I knew that I was where I was supposed to be. Because when you're making that kind of money, and I would get all cocky, like, ooh, I'm going to quit my speaking job, or I'm going to quit my medical sales job, I'm going to be a speaker. But you just don't do that unless the decision's made for, for you. Unless, of course, you're really dumb, because we've seen people do that. Don't quit your day job! That's beside the point. It's a real good thing Fairy Princess wasn't on that list. Yeah, well, it was, but it was number 79. <laughs> so. And just for the math aficionados out there, uh, Lisa is a is a confirmed baby boomer, so trust me, she was not yes. seven years old in 1981. <laughs> yeah, I know, hey. but I like to I like to share that with my audiences just to see if they actually believe me. Like, oh my god! Hey, Lisa, Lisa and I are at least 45, and there is nothing you can do to prove us wrong. So I'm in the same camp as Lisa. I'm right here with you, girl. <laughs> So, um, so what do we? How do we start? What do we do about this gratitude thing? What what directions do we? I mean, when I think gratitude, I think Thanksgiving. I'm happy for the turkey. I'm happy for whoever is here with me. You know, the three things, and I'm happy I'm above ground. So, yeah. like, right? So, the, when I so, do you do it every day? Do you have turkey and stuffing been... every day? I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, the funny thing about because that's what normally people think about is Thanksgiving, and then you know November's over, December comes, and if you like your relatives, you could be grateful for the holidays. But you know, in a lot of cases, people aren't, and then the New Year comes, slaps you upside the head, and everything goes back to being sucky again until November. Unless, of course, you have this regular practice of gratitude. So as a matter of fact, yes, I write down five things that I'm grateful for every day. And sometimes, depending on when I'm waking up in the morning and it just feels like it's going to be a, a not a great day, sometimes my gratitude will be I'm grateful for another day above ground. So it doesn't have to be like these big things like, woo, I won the lottery or woo. But what it does is it forces you to look at the average things that you have in your life. You know, like Dale said, I, I live in Cleveland. We have 65 days of sun a year. So unlike those people in Denver who are like, we have like 345 days of sun a year. We really appreciate when we have sun. And I can't tell you how many times that shows up on my journal. So there's just these little things. So the first thing, what do you do? You write it down. You get some kind of journal, notebook, preferably something without dates in it. Because what happens when you have dates in it, then you forget a couple days and then you either got to go and make up stuff to fill in the spaces so you don't feel guilty about it. Or you just say, well, that didn't work and you stop doing it. So okay, so I the first found... thing you do is you move someplace where it's not sunny. Okay, step one. I got it. I got to move. Next thing I do, next thing I do is I marry a man who thinks I'm wrong. Okay, step two. What's the third thing? <laughs> so, we, I, I mean, I'll start being thankful for things, you know, as soon as the new day begins, around two in the morning when I get up to go to the bathroom, and I'm very thankful I hit the bowl in the middle of the night. 
Oh, you're thankful you got up. <laughs> it's more, <laughs> it's more Linda who's thankful you hit the bowl, honey. <laughs> That's something for your wife to be grateful for. <laughs> So where do we, where, how do we proceed from there then after we ha- start our thankful journal? Well, a lot of times too, it's inviting someone else. Like a lot of people when I'm doing my programs, they'll be like, well, I don't really need this, but you know, I have this grouchy cousin, she needs it, whatever. So if you have somebody that's going through some, some trouble in your life that you're like, oh, she really needs this. Instead, just say, hey, you know, I was listening to this fantastic podcast episode on gratitude and i'm thinking that maybe you and i can text each other every day something we're grateful for or, um, you know call each other on the phone or like i did open up a facebook thread with a couple people and just sh- start sharing that because what happens is that when you get into the practice of it you automatically start looking for things for good things to happen now, you're still going to have bad days, but, you know, as a professional speaker, you know, nothing bad ever happens to us. Of course, we just get new material. So <laughs> it makes it a lot easier to be grateful. Um, but things like, hey, I, I, can, I have two legs to walk down the hall. You know, I have a cat that wakes me up 15 times a night bringing me toys in the middle of the night. But she's a really great cat, and I appreciate her. <laughs> so... Um, it's just, it's just these little things. And I think that that's the practice because it's really easy to do. And it's also really easy not to do. And I think this past year with us going through everything with the pandemic and everything, it can get really, it can be really easy to just get stuck in all the ickiness that's going on. Cause you know, I haven't seen my dad in person since, you know, in his room at the nursing home since March when they locked down the place. I could choose to get really mad about that. Or I can be grateful that there's a telephone. I can be grateful that he can come to the front door and we can yell at each other through the plate glass as we both put our hand on the glass and it, you know, almost feels like there's a half an inch thick glass separating us. But you look for the good instead of whining and thinking about the people that work there too. You know, they deal with enough families who are mad that they can't see their relatives. And it's like, I'm just glad that they're keeping my dad safe. I'm glad that for 11 months, they kept COVID out of the facility. So when you, you turn things around and you look for it, really, no matter what is happening, you can always find the good, but it takes a little bit of practice to get there. Has your husband noticed a difference? Yeah, actually, the funny thing is, is that, I mean, he's an accountant. He is not into all of this personal development stuff, just not him. He would never keep a gratitude journal, okay, ever. But yeah, once Unless I started. Unless it was on a spreadsheet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a gratitude spreadsheet. That's genius, Tim. Things oh, I'm my god. Things I'm very gosh. grateful for. Things I'm kind of grateful for. Let's add up the columns and see how we're doing. Deductible, not deductible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, but I have noticed a difference. And that's what I tell people too. If just one person in the relationship is focusing on gratitude, I noticed the difference from Scott. I noticed when he started thank, saying thank you more often. Uh, you know, it was, and again, it wasn't because I was cleaning the house because goodness knows I don't do that very often unless we have company. <laughs> and then usually Scott goes into cleaning mode, so I let him do that anyway. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's just, it's just, it changes your energy and it brings more things to light. And I also think that that's one of the reasons why Scott and I are going to be celebrating 25 years of marriage, because we don't take each other for granted, because we're constantly looking for little things to say thank you. You know, he, ha he brings me coffee every morning in bed. I am very grateful for that, because of course he gets to go out the door to work every day, and I get to figure out one more virtual program I get to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he comes home at night, and I have dinner waiting for him every night. And you know what? And every night he thanks me for it, probably because he knows if he stopped thanking me, I'd stop cooking for him. So <laughs> it's it, it's really a great way to build relationships, whether it's in a marriage or significant other relationship or just with family and friends. Letting people know that you appreciate them makes a huge difference, and especially right now. I asked my wife to bring me coffee in bed. She said, you want coffee in bed? Sleep in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Seriously, if you brought me dinner every night, I'd say thank you, Lisa. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Oh, my God. Well, the funny thing is I had been using one of those meal plans for several months because they're fun, but it's still 30 minutes worth of work. And then what I did is I, I bought my husband a Ninja Foodie for Christmas. Does it cook for you? What is that? No, but uh, the Ninja Foodie is an air fryer, a dehydrator, a, um, uh, a pressure cooker. It's like all of these things in one. And Scott usually likes those gadgets. Like he had an air fryer and he had that, that air crisper, I don't know, whatever it was, and he, that he used three times. And actually, it's probably the best Christmas present I ever got him because I'm using it for him just about every night making him dinner. <laughs> and one day when I go back on the road, then he'll have to suffer dinner on his own. But right now, I'm enjoying it, and so is he. Well, good, good. And you're both thankful for that. So that's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's an excellent thing. And yeah. what's, what's our ultimate goal? in this gratitude thing, which I should mention is your, uh, your website is Gratigy. Is that your, your website? Yeah, you can get there, but the, to get there easily, more easily, it's Lisa Ryan speaks. Okay. R Y A N. And, and gratitude is a correct. word though that you made up and therefore you it's own. A, it's a word I own. Yep. Wow. It was, uh, you made it yeah. Up. Well, at, when I first began my company, I, my company was called Appreciation Strategies. So I was Chief Appreciation Strategist at Appreciation Strategies, and that is a mouthful. And wow. Apogee so. didn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Apogee no. just didn't feel right. <laughs> no. Well, I was with one of my friends um, who's that's an old marketing guy here in Cleveland. I was over his house on a Friday night. We're walking around Lake Erie trying to come up with a word. So using thankfulness and gratitude and appreciation and all these words, mushing them together. And finally, like three hours go by and I'm like, dude, it is Friday night. I got a date with my husband. I got to go. 
So I left Dick. Then that is his name. Okay? <laughs> Just so you know. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I heard Carolyn gasp. Yeah, that is his you name. Why would you leave that? Why ever? would you leave yeah. good Dick yeah. laying around? Actually, it's a actually Dick Clough. Um, but anyway, uh, so I'm at dinner. So I'm at dinner with Scott and Dick calls me and I'm like, dude, didn't I just leave you like an hour ago? What are you calling me for? And he said, it's strategy. I'm like, oh my God, it's strategy. And I looked at my husband, Scott, and I'm like, Scott, it's strategy. And Scott's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so, and, then, and then every year for four or five years around Christmas, Dick would bestow my name he would give me permission to use the name that he created i'm like dude it's already a registered trademark <laughs> you can give it to me all you want but uh it's already i already own it so so so, so wait so you own what he, you own what he invented i okay. own that word he gave so it to he, me yeah he kind of wow. dicked him how thankful you think well, he's the guy gonna be <laughs> well you know what it was it was kind of funny because we worked on it together for like three hours, but he just continued to process. I just find I it amazing that you could husband. walk all the way around Lake Erie in three hours. <laughs> I mean, it's a big lake, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, he lives in Lakewood, Ohio. So, and we had to walk around the lake because he was smoking his cigar. And uh. Goodness knows you don't want to be in a house when that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lisa, I think, you know, we're all, after this, going to try and be a little bit more grateful. You know, I, mm-hmm. will, I will find things to, uh, to be grateful for on a, uh, on a more regular basis instead of finding things that really, really tick me off, which is much easier. <laughs> Didn't you do, like, a whole podcast around that? I, I've, I've built an entire career around that. Yes, you have. And I have been on the receiving end. <laughs> More times than I care to comment. Thank you very much. Well, this is another one. And this one you can share with your friends, too. We really, really appreciate How would people get in touch with you, Lisa, if they're interested in hearing more about gratitude? Well, they can either go to my website at lisaryanspeaks.com, or I am very active on LinkedIn. So look for Lisa Ryan. I think it's Ask Lisa Ryan on LinkedIn. Just look for Lisa and Gratigy. But I'm posting all kinds of videos and tips and uh, linked uh, live and all kinds of stuff there. So that's always a great place to see what I do. Okay. And Gratigy, that's a good thing. It's not like, you know, Gratigy. scabies or something. Gratigy, strategy. Okay. Mush together into one really cool word. <laughs> I I have several examples I can't uh, share right now. And <laughs> and and all I can say is thank you, Dick, for that great word. <laughs> for that great word. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you. Take care in uh, in Cleveland. Try and stay warm as we are here in Chicago. And uh, and we, we hope to talk to you again at another episode here at another day above ground. Sounds great. Thank you. And we would like to thank Lisa Ryan for giving us all that information about how to be uh, more grateful. We're thankful that that she was able to be on our show, just as we are are grateful to all of you, our listeners, uh, for listening to this show. And we'll be even more grateful when you tell your friends to listen to this show. And <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm choking up at how grateful I'm getting. But uh, we <laughs> we want you to go and visit. You can 
can leave us a note. You don't have to write anything. I'll leave us a note at our website, anotherdayaboveground.com. And uh, leave us a note on there. Tell us how, how grateful you are and, uh, and, and what's so, so great about you. I think I said that right. Anyhow, any last words, Carolyn? I just, I'm grateful for all of you for listening, for sharing this podcast with your friends. And I'm grateful that I have these two brilliantly funny, amazing men as my business partners. Oh, wow. Wow. You'll hear that once. It's recorded. How about you, Tim? Doesn't business have to involve money? I'll send you a check, okay? I guess my check for our friendship is late this month. Sorry. I'm grateful. I'm grateful I booked a gig. I'll be yeah. in uh, Bolingbrook, Illinois at CG's Comedy uh, March 12th and 13th. Woohoo! Wow. I'm a lot out of the house. That's right around the corner from me. I'll go see you. That'd be beautiful. There you go. And I'm just, uh, I'm just grateful for you know the fact that I'm indoors right now because it's <laughs> cold and snowing. And if I didn't have this roof, I would be a very ungrateful person. So we hope you're grateful for listening to this show. Thanks for being a part of it. Until next week, remember, today is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.